Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome back to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. Today, we are breaking down the takeaways from the interview that we had with an amazing woman, Marlene Johnson. Definitely go back and listen to that episode because she is a change maker. She's an art therapist who does a variety of different kinds of art. I won't even get into all of it. You can go listen. But uh, she has a very fascinating story of repeated trauma in her life that she turned into empowerment in the form of helping women and young people who need therapy, and in particular, those who are survivors of sexual violence. Uh, and in such a beautiful way, because she uses the form of art to help with that. What a healing process. Oh, so much. You know, I, I, I just think it's so cool how you can relate, you know, mosaic, mosaics. When, when she told me that she did that, it was like, that just makes so much sense. It's, you know, broken people, broken glass turning situations, rearranging it, rearranging that. Mm-hmm. It's the same glass, but it's busted up and then put together in a different, beautiful way mm-hmm. to, to paint a whole different picture, to reauthor your story. I love that word so much. I know. So one of the, the I, her words are ringing in, in my mind because she, she is a poet. I'll tell you that. I just want to acknowledge that. I didn't get to acknowledge that to her. And a happy birthday again to her. Hopefully she was able to celebrate in all the wonderful ways that she talked about. But the word reauthor. And the word make whole, Mm. because wholeness is a thing that we want to feel. We want to feel whole, that there isn't an emptiness or a gap or that a feeling that we're missing a part of ourselves, our identity or. And sometimes people search for that in men. To make them feel whole. Mm-hmm. You complete me. I need somebody to complete me. Ugh. No, you are whole and complete within yourself. That's right. Right? They compliment mm-hmm. you. They don't complete you. They try to fill that gap with alcohol. They try to fill that hole with food. They try to fill that hole with accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Try to, you know, and we are whole we are all whole. I just think we need to recognize that. Mm-hmm. And, and people bringing that to light in a way that you really receive it, that what was done to you is not who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important to to talk about this because there are things that happen in our life 
maybe they're not the degree of trauma that she shared, which was just devastating, but there's different shades of that, I think, in our lives. And addressing that is important and recognizing that there are going to be those ups and downs. There's certain things, you know, someone's death, mm-hmm. someone's um, illness, you know, and any kind of tragic thing that is is tumultuous experience for us. You know, you go through that. And I, I think it was really neat how she talked about her process. You know, the process of healing takes time. And connecting with your feelings is such an important part of that. And it was amazing that at such a young age, she gravitated to writing. Yes. Wow. That was something that was just, um, you know, just a part of who she was. And she couldn't really, she couldn't really express how she was feeling? She was four years old well, when to, she because, had her first assault. You know, so twelve four years, years old, later, so little. twelve years later, is when she took the leap of faith and had the courage, and probably just the understanding and awareness of what it could do to be able to share. And then that's when she shared with her grandmother. So it took you know all that time um, in between is when she was doing creative things already: art, writing, journaling, that kind of thing. And then she turned that into something to actually help her get through that process. Mm-hmm. And now she helps others. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that she said was, I love how, you know, we were talking about bringing this to light and how, how you know, when you bring things to light, it, it, it you know, takes it out of the darkness mm-hmm. and that takes the shame away, right? And... She said, you know, when you're when you're confiding in somebody that you feel safe with, she said, are you in a space to hold this for me? Oh, that was that that was huge. And I love that question. That's a simple question because there are a lot of times and and it goes both ways. You might have something heavy and really big to share. And sometimes you just bleh. It all comes out and you're not even sure if somebody can hold that space and, and vice versa. Maybe you're in a place where mentally you're not in the, in the moment able to carry something and having that conversation, I think is important because it's a sign of respect, honoring someone's feelings and being able to show up in a way that is most impactful is, is you know, because when you can carry that space and, and, and that's what's interesting because it's not about solving anything. And that's what's challenging. Just hold it for me. It's yeah. not, are you in a space so that you could take this away from me mm-hmm. or fix this for me? Right. It's hold it for me. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a, that is something I think that we need to, to kind of marinate on because oftentimes it's, Oh, this thing is happening at work, and then and then your friends go, "Oh gosh, well, have you tried this? And can you do that? And how about this? That could make and that better." And you just need to, well, you just need to do this, and be careful you don't do that. You know, instead of right, you know, just are you in a space <clears throat> where you can just hold this for me? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not about a looking for a solution. It's about being heard. It's about being acknowledged, and it's about feeling that you are a whole person. Mm-hmm. 
and there are things that have happened to you that are unfortunate, Mm -hmm. but we can be together and share in this space and recognize the present Mm -hmm. and where you're at. I mean, there's, there's a lot of learning in that because it, you know, it is uncomfortable. Nobody wants anything that is hurtful and painful and sad and traumatic to happen to the people that they love. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And when we talked about that, how uncomfortable we get with with people when they are, are, you know, some people don't know what to say or how to say it. Right. And and they want to because they're not comfortable with what happened to you. They don't know what to say. And then they can say some hurtful. Th- well, they don't mean to be hurtful. No. Right. And just try in, in their way of trying to like, oh, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It, it, it's OK. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so that's where I think listening is critical. That's a a huge part of being there and Mm -hmm. holding space is the ability to, to listen. Yeah. When somebody comes, when somebody comes to you and tells you something like that, it's, if you don't know what to say, don't say anything at all, which is probably better. That's right. (laughs) You know, they're not looking for you to fix it. No. No. And I, again, going back to her very poetic language, she, she has an eloquent way of communicating and it's, I love it because I love words and words matter and they mean something. And she said, radical vulnerability. Mm -hmm. She lives in a space of radical vulnerability. To me, that's showing I'm brave to tell my story and I show up to others and myself and I create a platform where I can use my story and what I've learned and how I've healed for empowerment. That's something that is so important to her. And I just think that's awesome that she has gotten to a place where she names Yes names what she's doing and owns that and uses it for such positive well and doesn't take what happened to her as shame Mm -hmm. right i think of i think of brene brown um shame is the most powerful master emotion it's the fear that we're not good enough right it's you just don't think that you've measured up. How many mm-hmm. times are we trying to tell everybody you're good enough, you're good enough? Because true belonging only happens when we are present and are authentic, imperfect selves to the greater world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. Self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And, you know... It's, I can't imagine anything more beautiful than accepting yourself. It's the most beautiful thing that there is because when hard things happen and going back to what you said, you know, people feeling like they're not enough, things like that. When you feel tarnished and torn and less than, Mm. that is not a place you want to stay living. no. It's not a place where you want to That is living. not a place you want to call home. No, but how beautiful is it to be authentic and imperfect and and to be, you know, to have your own self-acceptance. I think that when we talked about this, you know, here she's turning 30 and you talk about the different seasons. You know, when you're in your 20s, you know, you just kind of want to be like everybody else. 
You want to have the the lipstick mm-hmm. that Kylie Jenner has, and you want to have I the do. car. I that, do want you know that. what I mean. Like, <laughs> but she does pretty yeah, pretty good lipstick. That's really good. But you know, you you know, you think of all of those things. Like, I want to have that bathing suit body and you know and 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 that kind of stuff is all you know glitz or glamour you know and then you get to when you're 30s and you get a little bit more mature and you start thinking you know what it's really not at all about that I have more meaning than just my physical mm-hmm. beauty you know I you have you your know intellect I'm a smart woman mm-hmm. I can do things and then I think when you come into your 40s you know you really start kind of transitioning into embracing that more and really understanding who you are in that Mm self-acceptance. And then I know my journey going into my 50s, I've gone into from that to embracing it, like from discovering to embracing it. And I think that's the beauty of getting wiser. And it takes time. You have to go through things to get wiser. A nine-year-old's not wise, you know, you have to have that time. So embracing that growth as you age mm-hmm. and have, having that be a focus, I know, has, has helped me in aging. Because mm-hmm. I could kind of get messed up on the age. I'm, I'm 53 and um, I remember, you know, Jeff passed away when I was 49 and I was thinking, oh my gosh, who's going to want me in my 50s? You know, <laughs> it sounds like I'm half a century, 50 years old. Oh my gosh. And then you get to 50s and you're like, because I have a purpose and because we have a cause, I don't even think about the age. I think about like the maturity and and just the growth, you mm-hmm. know, in a, in a positive way, in a self-acceptance way. It's huge. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it's amazing and I think that her her journey is very inspirational. You know, one of the other things that I took away from her learning and her contribution, her greatness to the world is building community and coming together um in a way where people feel heard and that they're not alone. That is something uh, very relatable. Because different things happen in life when we don't want to tell because we do feel alone on that limb, not realizing that there's a whole lot of people that are out there that can relate. And that then lies the, the uh, healing process that you, that you go through. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So many great nuggets that came from, from her from her talk. And you know, I just want to encourage anybody out there that if you're listening, you listened to it before, you wanted to make that call, you wanted to look her up, but something was holding you back, that you were still maybe stuck in that shame, mm-hmm. stuck in that darkness, stuck in um, believing that old story. You can reauthor mm. your story. Beautiful. And you can and, and, and bring that to light. And you don't even know how much of a, a burden that will be lifted from you. It's going to be incredible. So if you're out there and you're thinking about doing it, do it. You can do it. <laughs> you can. And, it, and, and that journey of self-acceptance 
allows you to go through some of those steps that she talked about. You know, it starts with you first, your ability to write and reflect and seek to understand. Uh, and then, you know, you could kind of go to the further steps where you're engaging and kind of getting feedback and processing um, through things like therapy mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to say that it's okay mm -hmm. for you to to do that and tell your story and get support. You know, I, I, it just, whenever I hear anybody's story of something like that happening to them, I never think, ugh. Mm -hmm. But you as a victim, and I can say this myself because I have felt like that. Like if I told anybody this, they're just going to think less of me. Um, I'm not going to be as valuable. And and that's not true. It's It almost makes you more valuable, you know. Not that anybody has any more value than anybody else. But when I look at her, I am just in admiration for what she's done and how open she is with it and how comfortable she is with it and, and realizing that, you know what, that's not, it's not her fault and it's not going to define her and she's going to do something amazing with it and she's going to bring people along with her. Mm-hmm. Gina Marie and I are so excited to announce that we are on the board for WO3. What is WO3, you ask? I will tell you. WO3 is a grassroots movement dedicated to supporting women-owned businesses in three ways. Partner, promote, and support. Our goal is to create an annual movement on March 27, 2021, to raise awareness of female-owned businesses and inspire women to look for opportunities to support her all year round. There's evidence that shows that when we support women-owned businesses, we're increasing economic stability in the families and communities they live in. Sign up today at wo3connect.com. Join, Join us in, in the, the WO3 movement. movement. I felt inspired throughout her whole, just, I just wanted to listen and listen and listen and soak up yeah. because there's a lot of resilience that she demonstrated Absolutely. just at every step of the way. Because I, you know, I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this happened to her at four years old. And, you know, how long did it happen? And, you know, there's, mm -hmm. there's all those components, but then to hear that's not it. There was this and mm -hmm. there was, you know, there was another offender. Mm -hmm. There were other challenges. There was the death of her mom. It's, it's, you know, you can have an attitude. Any one of those would be I mean, on its to change your life, you know, and on its own and be a victim. And right. You, you can, know. you can, you can have that attitude of this is miserable. You know, I, I just keep getting the short end of the stick mm -hmm. and she just, she didn't do that at all. No, not at all. That's so impressive. It really, really is. You know, that's amazing. She um, definitely demonstrated, you know, gratitude for her situation, you know. She sure did, yeah. Speaking of which, Desiree, it's that time for gratitude, gratitude Attitude. attitude. 
Ooh, oh boy. You know, I I'm grateful for a lot. I'm I'm grateful in particular. You know, we've we've moved into a new month. It's February. I look back at January because I had a birthday. I always get very reflective and I'm just grateful that I had so much to celebrate and so many incredible people to celebrate with that you just can't fit it all. You know, I'm a big advocate and I tell people this all the time. I believe in birthday months, not like a birthday day because I feel like you should just be constantly celebrating with all the different people that are in your life um, even though some of it <laughs> may be virtual right because we're in a new a new world right now but it just made me you know grateful for all of those moments and 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 you know you and that feeling of not taking things for granted because mm. one of the things that Marlene said as she was approaching her birthday was there was a lot of people who lost oh. their lives you know, I'm thankful to get a year older. What and, a great attitude. Yeah. And so, you know, I think about that. And when you put that into perspective, considering the the magnitude of things going the on. Alternative. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. The world right now, you know, your outlook could be, oh, my gosh, the world is a devastating place or in the world mm-hmm. of devastation. Mm-hmm. I exist and I can bring confidence, worth, and joy Mm -hmm. to myself and to those around me and to be able to have another year to be blessed with to do that. It's just very profound, you know, for me to to be reflective in a way of this isn't promised. This isn't just like, um, you know, we live this life that is guaranteed because at any point things can happen as we've seen that are completely curveballs, completely unexpected. And so the sense of not taking a day for granted just really meant a lot more to me in 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 like reflecting and yeah. celebrating this year. So I'm I'm just grateful for that because I feel like it's maturity, you know, maturity Absolutely. in the in the in the process. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, I would have to say, speaking that's my my gratitude. Also, well, I didn't get to celebrate with Desiree because we kind of had a late celebration. Yes, we did a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We need to celebrate some more, but. Uh, because I was sick with COVID. <laughs> and you just, so they didn't want me around, whatever. But um, I, yeah, I was home quarantined. And um, so my gratitude actually comes from this because it's just Cece's birthday was coming up. And because of everything that has happened, you know, she's lost her dad. And now she's losing all of her friends to moving out of state. And her, she's looked forward to being 10 from the time she was seven. And at 10, traditionally, the girls get to have this big slumber party. Well, there's no kids. that She's like got one friend left behind, you know. And so I was like, okay, we'll make this special. So I did. Last minute, I came up with an idea of doing like a countdown, and I made a little punch. I love um, it. Punch board. So it's creative. Kind of board. It was my wine rack that had ten holes in it, and I put little numbers in it and ten corresponding little gifts. And every day that child opened up, like they like they were like you know a dollar calendar. It was a dollar. I mean, it was like little things that I. She I loved it. I just found around the house because I didn't have 10 things and then and I couldn't go out you know and I was just and I couldn't go out and get decorations I couldn't go out and get and get wrapping paper so I was just trying to use what I had around the around the house and 
making it all work. And um, every day she was just so thankful and so joyful to, to get whatever little present. It just made it really fun. And then we did a little sleepover with a little girlfriend and we did our own little facials with her godmother and and um, pedicures. I did pedicures on the kids and, and my girlfriend Pam did her um, their facials and stuff. And they got to spend the night in a hotel, which was really fun. And then Wes got her a bike and people dropped off gifts. And oh, it was just, it was really bigger I'm then still going to see been. if she's going to let me ride the bike. Because I, I, fe- I feel like I will could fit it. I feel like because, I could. Because uh, we got to take it back because it's too big. She's like on her tippy toes. She can't uh. ride it. And her hands are too small to clinch the oh, uh, the brakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, because there's some distance. Yeah. There. So we're like, okay. Got to take back my red bottom shoes and her bike. <laughs> Which is really a bummer when you get something super fun. Ugh. It's a good thing your Jimmy Choo's came in and they fit just fine. Happy birthday to you. Right. And so, um, so, but here's, here's one of the things that I'm just so grateful for, you know, it's starting to get consistent now to where our, our get togethers with our families, we're having, we're experiencing some healing and grief and it mm. was the best birthday party. I had two different little grills like Kim Carr had at our thing. <gasps> Genius. They're their grills and on the bottom they have little Fondue. trays to put like cheese to melt on stuff. And there should be so, cheese on everything. Cece was having a blast. She was like, I'm gonna make a little Philly steak, cheese steak, and you know, and so the kids were like grilling veggies and, and chicken, and we had my my roommate Natalie was out downstairs with us, and so we had fun. It was a really fun interactive dinner. And then after that, we did uh, she opened her presents and I pulled out marshmallows and we did a marshmallow fight. We haven't done a marshmallow fight in a long time. So and fun. It was so much fun. My little granddaughter was running around the house screaming, let's do another one. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. So it's just so cool to all be us again. You know, we still have the fleeting moments where one of the kids will just kind of gaze off into the distance and you know what they're thinking. You're like, oh. Get me out of here? No. Well, no. <laughs> no. Like... Stop. Stop. Oh my gosh. No, like <laughs> like dad's not here. You know, oh, that, there's that's that, way deeper. That, yeah. Yeah, I was going different direction. No, just kind of like you know, that sigh and you can see it in their eyes and it's like a lot less of that. We still have a little bit of it when we talk about certain things. But we have yeah. this little tradition where we go around the table and everybody tells something about the birthday person mm. so what's your favorite story about cc and tell little stories oh, about fun. what they would, what they would do other favorite moments and everything when cc was like two and a half three she would talk with a british accent she was ridiculous ridiculous yeah it was super fun so we pr- pretty much talked about all of the different things that she'd made out of cardboard adorable the refrigerator. She made a virtual reality thing where she took cardboard box and put a blue blue glass. What are those things that keep your eyes from blue ray glass or whatever? Blue light glass. Yeah, yeah, blue light. And then and then in front of the cardboard, right in front of your face, like a virtual reality thing, put some cell phone, and then she stuck them on a rolly chair and played a YouTube video of a roller coaster. And she would push you around and spin you around with this virtual reality roller coaster thing and make oh the noise. Oh my gosh. You know? It's <laughs> crazy. That's hilarious. I mean, who thinks of that? Cece does. Cece does. 
she made a she made a cardboard Harley inspired, I'm sure, by Wes, with a with a light in the front and everything. And she figured out how to weight it down so the thing didn't tip over. I was just crazy. I don't even know. This is crazy. All the things. So anyhow, we talked about stories about Cece. We had a great birthday. So many people on Facebook just gave such such great energy to it. And you know, if I hadn't had to be so creative about it, and here's the thing, I put it on Facebook Live. So the sisters could see her because we were all quarantined. Mm-hmm. And normally that would be the stuff that all the sisters would get to see. I could have put it like in the family chat, but I just put it on on Facebook. And and then it just, this energy of just, you know, happy birthday. Cece. Positivity super cool. and support and celebration. And then she had yeah. a crash the next day. You know, that dopamine hit. Yeah. All the, all the. You're on a super, super, super high high, yep. and then all and then, of a sudden ooh, you're like, oh, yeah. Now you're 10. It's over. No. Oh, <laughs> everything's over after that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. So, well. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for subscribing and rating our podcast. We appreciate you listening. If you have anything that that we could help you with as far as overcoming your shame, overcoming that old story, Mm -hmm. and if you want help to reauthor your story, you um, can check out our show notes and we'll have all of that information on there and how Mm -hmm. you can get a hold of Marlene and um, reach out to us. You can find us on social media. Um, under blissful fortitude. Yep. And thank you to. Yeah. I could say thank you because we we always have. I'm to, thankful. I'm thankful we're, for. We're for, very thankful very for thank Ben and Rockwood Audio and Aaron and mm-hmm. Ava Media Productions and our tribe for their continuous Woo-hoo. positive encouragement. Yes. And and most of all to you all because without you you don't there's no purpose so you are the purpose of why we do what we do on a weekly basis uh, on a really on a daily basis because we really live and breathe and and find joy in just this this growth and you know mindset journey that all of us are on together in locked arms and in community Mm -hmm. so with that may your faith be greater than your fears and remember You are your only limit, so take action today. Thanks for listening to To the the Bliss Beyond Beyond Fear Fear podcast. podcast.